Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. And we've got Larry on his phone down there, hopefully. Hi, Larry. I'm here, Stuart. Oh, good. Uh, I extended this a little bit to uh, 90 minutes because there's a lot of things we got to talk about. And uh, I guess it doesn't make any difference where we start because we're going to be bouncing around a lot. But I'd like to bring up this uh, Mitch Batro's Science of Cycles because it dovetails into the Book of the Colburn and many other ancient uh, documents which talk about how the earth goes through all of these different cycles. Jesus called them ages. Same thing. It's just a cycle. And uh, right now we're in the middle of, uh, or, or the transitioning phase from one cycle to another, which is why a lot of all the things that are happening with volcanoes, earthquakes, rifts, and uh, mudslides and torrential rainfall on in some areas and droughts in others because as we go through uh, climate change we also go through severe erratic weather change and uh, it's very very fascinating as we come through this transition period into the millennial age we are at the cusp of course of uh, jacob's trouble israel's trouble and all the things that are going on with uh, Global Deep State, uh, the Charlie Victor Alpha 9 uh, routine, the jab, et cetera, et cetera, all part, actually, biblical prophecies. But anyway, uh, deep solar minimum, of course, reduces the solar wind. And that holds off interstellar cosmic waves, dust clouds, and, that, and also probably debris fields as well. And that allows them, because we now have a very weak solar wind, it allows uh, all of these things to penetrate into our solar system, uh, come through by Earth, and also hit the sun. And these cosmic waves and dust storm, cosmic dust, of which is a huge amount of cosmic dust. Maybe most people don't realize it, but it's, there are huge, huge clouds of what they call cosmic dust. And uh, when they begin to come in, it could be cosmic dust that dims the sun and the moon and the stars as it arrives. Now, uh, Dr. Paul LaViolette, who is a uh, cosmic uh, scientist, says that when these uh, dust storms, so to speak, hit the sun, that they can ignite and uh, cause sun flares. So it's very, very interesting that uh, we may be seeing one of those. 
when, when as we journey through these last seven years, if if this is where we are on the timeline. So the darkening of the sun, moon, and stars can also be caused by volcanic activity, or it could be absolutely supernatural. We just don't know which it is. What do you think about this thing that he's written, uh, Larry? Kind of interesting. Well, it is, especially with some of the data that he's got. He's got a really good chart up there how, uh, you know, this incoming waves uh, literally affect uh, human beings and their body electric. Yeah, he's got, I'll read some of this. This is fascinating. If I can find the chart. <laughs> what have you got while I look for the chart? Well, I was go- I was going to read something kind of interesting. I pulled out an old book of, uh, well, it, it's from years ago, Robert Ghostwolf and the Mountain Brotherhood. And even though yes. he's kind of a shaman, you know, and all of that, and got a lot of, you know, years ago, I think in early 90s he wrote uh, these papers, and this is what it said in the papers, very interesting. He said the purifier that the ancients talked about is none other than the planet Nibiru. And now let me dovetail in right here that the Torah codes, when the rabbis ran Nibiru, basically, uh, they came back as a hit. They got a hit in the Torah codes with something called Nibiru, and it was spelled N-I-B-A-R-U, you know, brought forth from the Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really telling because it dovetailed into basically that Nibiru, according to the Torah codes, was a star system. And not just mm-hmm. a planet, but a star system. Yeah. And yep. so so anyway, you find that interesting. But anyway, I'll continue here. He said, at first, it will appear stationary in the heavens, except that it will grow steadily larger. Our perceptions of it will be difficult as the presence and the effects of its physicality will itself be altering the perceived reality within the tensile bubble of time. He says, how exactly is that to transpire? He said, one must first have a basic understanding of time and time travel. And so that that's really, you know, an interesting thing for him to interject. And then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll read one quick more paragraph to go along with Mitch Boker's information, because and this kind of dovetails in maybe where we're going tonight anyway. Uh, one thing else that Ghost Wolf said, he said, the appearance of La Chupacabra is one such experience as we're finding we also have people disappearing almost in thin air. Thousands of children have vanished into, from existence. We have sightings of UFOs being witnessed by thousands in metropolitan as well as rural areas all over the globe. Abduction experiences are increasing and becoming an almost daily event. And the evidence of animals that come from supposedly prehistoric times are being found throughout the globe. He said something is up. Yeah, that, well, of course, we don't understand time and space. We we have very little knowledge. Scientists, if they're honest, will tell you they don't even know what space is. Uh, is it an energy form? What is it? Uh, time, we can measure it, but really, what is it? And uh, what are the gravitational effects on it? 
and uh, is is it held in place at the same? Uh, you know, they've already proven, I guess, scientifically anyway, that the matrix, this universe, is uh, trapped. It's it's a trap of time. It's the time space continuum, and it's all from. It's all built upon frequency, which is very, very fascinating because if you could tweak frequency, and as you said, we're body electric, therefore changes in the frequency change human behavior. And radiation changes our DNA. It can affect it because we are a body electric. And it it gets fascinating. I did find his... uh, this is Mitch Batros now, and he's talking about the increasing radiation levels that are coming in from deep space. Now, this all has to do with, as well, as solar wind, and we're in a solar minimum. And because we're in a solar minimum, there is a huge decrease in solar wind that keeps a lot of this stuff and protects us. Uh, the solar bubble, I guess one could call it, that protects us from all of this radiation. Well, that's weakening. The bubble is is shrinking, and therefore the radiation levels will go up. But anyway, radiation effects. This is kind of interesting. He goes, uh, they call it MSV, and he goes from 0.1 to 2, 3, uh, 9, 10, 20, blah, blah, blah. Single chest X-ray is 1. 2, average yearly background radiation dose in uh, the U.K. 3, a single mammogram, nine yearly dose for airline crews. Now, this is interesting because the FAA, more than several years ago, issued a special report to flight crews, particularly stewardesses who were pregnant, not to fly the polar routes. Because, the, and in fact, in space weather, if you go on to the spaceweather.com, and you scroll down a ways, you will find where they have listed dangerous uh, uh, routes for the flight crews and the radiation doses they're going to get. So that's very, very interesting. Ten is average close from a full-body CT scan. Twenty, yearly limit for nuclear workers. Now, he's saying this is no symptoms and no detectable increases risk of cancer. So you're in this lower region and where evidently our body electric is designed to operate within that area of radiation. And this is fascinating how the Lord created us to live in the time-space continuum and we are body electric. We're nothing but frequency. and uh, But we're designed in such a way that we can live within this uh, low area of we could call cosmic and solar radiation. But when things begin to change, and uh, we talked about some of this before, about how uh, your K, the solar K index, now, we had that storm, that 7K, and it really blew a lot of people away, basically, with that. Anyway, the next phase, moderate risk. 
100 level at much higher risk of cancer is first noticeable. 400 highest hourly radiation recorded at Fukushima. Now I would imagine that those in Chernobyl and Fukushima are in serious trouble at this point. Four hour exposure will cause radiation sickness. Uh, 1,000, 5% higher chance of cancer. And then it says under this, no immediate symptoms increase risk of serious illness later in life. In other words, you're, if you're exposed to this sort of thing, it's going to cause you a lot of damage later on. And uh, now we go into the high-risk categories. 2,000, acute radiation sickness. 5,000, MSV would kill half of those exposed within one month. Now, I want you to think about Dr. Doom, Major Ed Dames, and his kill shot. And we've already had an example of this with the uh, uh, South Atlantic anomaly in the Canary Islands. And uh, Stan Dale brought us up to date on what happened in these people because a solar, how do I word this, the South Atlantic anomaly basically allowed a lot of the radiation. It, it's kind of like a North or South Pole where the radiation can come down much quicker and much uh, further down into the atmosphere and finally hits the ground. And it's high UV ratings. So anyway, uh, they were very, very sick. So anyway, we have 2,000 acute radiation sickness, 5,000 MSV, kill half of those exposed within a month, and 10,000 MSV, fatal within days. So this is the potentially fatal radiation sicknesses, much higher risk of cancer uh, later on. Now he's got a chart of what this stuff does. Uh, eyes, high doses, trigger cataracts months later. Thyroid, hormone glands vulnerable to cancer. Radioactive iodine builds up in the thyroid. Children are the most at risk. Lungs, vulnerable to DNA damage when radioactive material is breathed in. Stomach, vulnerable if radioactive material is swallowed. Reproductive organs, high doses cause sterility. High doses cause redness and burning. Bone marrow produces red and white blood cells. Radiation can lead to leukemia and other immune system diseases. Now, my point is, maybe our so-called wonderful pharmaceutical people and global deep state obviously know all about this, right? And maybe they already know that we're going into a deep, deep solar minimum. And therefore, by changing the DNA through the jab, make us more vulnerable to all of these. And therefore, the kill rate becomes much, much higher. I hate to say stuff like that, but that's what it looks like. And, um, you know, 
with the increase in 5G, now they're talking about 6G. 6G can download a, 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 a full movie in about a millisecond. I mean, it's just so rapid. You could download 20, 20 movies in about a second. So what they're doing, though, is they're, use, they're, they're coming into the military frequencies that are used for military. And uh, 5G definitely has something to do with the jab, and we'll get into that. Maybe we got time. I did extend the program because we do have a fair amount of things we need to go over. And uh, it's just too bad that uh, uh, this is beginning to happen. But remember what the Lord told us about all this and uh, how the sun was going to start getting anomalous. Well, it is. Here we are, deep solar minimum, basically. We're not even in the deepest part of it yet, as far as I know. Uh, I know we've, we've entered into uh, solar cycle 25. I do not believe the uh, what they're telling everybody solar cycle 25 is going to be. Uh, I believe it's going to be much, much worse and much more erratic than they're telling everybody. Uh, but I don't have any... How do I say I, I can't prove it? It's just something you feel. Now, your cosmic rays, we, they come in from the Milky Way. They come in from, global, from deep state, or deep space, I should say, not deep <laughs> state. <laughs> and they hit the sun. They agitate the sun. They hit the earth as well. Uh, the sun then acts anomalous. And it throws off all these cosmic rays. They hit the Earth magnetic field, which is already weakening to a great degree now. I read something about that, I think, in two or three shows ago, where the uh, magnetic field, uh, like this K7 storm, and the effect it had on people all over, particularly in the United States, because we took the full brunt of that, uh, was much more severe, indicating that our magnetic field is much weaker. We know it's weakening, but we didn't know maybe how much. So when that weakens, that hits the inner core of the Earth as well as the surface. The inner core of the Earth then it becomes agitated. That, in turn, agitates the surface. That, in turn, agitates earthquakes and volcanoes, rifts, and all of this sort of thing. So uh, we're, that's why we're seeing all this increased uh, activity on the Earth, particularly around the Ring of Fire, et cetera, et cetera. What do you think, Larry? I think he's, well, he's on to something here. Yeah, with what you're describing and talking about, brings back to my memory Anton Johansson, the Norwegian seer, that uh, talked about the disturbances in the center of the planet. He never said what caused them, but he said the, the result of the disturbances were, were horrific. And by the way, I was also thinking uh, about that movie Knowing, as you were talking yes. about the radiation coming down and... And, you know, that movie, it just seemed like it came out of nowhere, but it also came out of nowhere about the time Dr. Doom, Ed Dames, was talking about the kill shot, which actually yep. turned out to be a 
series of kill or kill shots. And what was interesting is I made contact with one of the assistants of the screenwriter of the movie Knowing, trying to find out. I was just uh, curious as to how they actually put that movie together. What happened that the guy wrote that? <clears throat> because it didn't seem like something you could just sit down and think up. And so anyway, the assistant told me, I was in contact with, with him by email, and he told me, uh, how that uh, the, the screenwriter himself had had a shocking dream about this scenario, and so he put that he wrote it all down and made it a, a play that they made into that movie just almost overnight. Now, oddly enough, he put me in contact by email with the screenwriter himself, who really balked on me and said, "Oh no, no, no! I don't even want to talk about it." Said, "Hey," I said, he said, "I just sat down and." Dreamed this up and wrote it down. He said, "I don't want to talk about it." So, Stuart, there's a there's a mystery behind the movie Knowing. Yeah, well, you know, I found a Bible code. It was a long time ago when I was producing Mega Earth Changes. The, you know, the documentary I did on Mega Earth Changes. I did two of them. Uh, the first one was Mega Earth Changes. Second one was Blue Star Shining, and. Uh, I got into Dr. Doom's kill shot routine and what he had seen. He said his remote viewing team had seen this occur. And uh, I found a Bible code in which it said that the Lord was going to use the sun to destroy humanity. And, uh, of course, we are body electric. The whole universe is really just universe electric. It's all based on frequency. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what's interesting, Stuart? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say with what you said just there, what's interesting, remember what in the movie Knowing it said, uh, this woman was wanting to go into deep caves they knew about, and, and uh, the star of the movie said, the caves won't save you. He, and as a matter of fact, he said, that the, the the solar radiation will penetrate two miles deep. He said nothing will survive. Yeah, and I think that's why the rich men of the earth have all these underground tunnels and cities, and some of them are probably below the two-mile limit. I think they're trying to escape the judgment of the Lord, but they're not going to do it. Uh, the Lord says, I don't care where you go. You can go to the moon, you can go to Mars, you can go to Jupiter, you can go anywhere you want to go. You can go under the sea, you can go under the ground, you can crawl into the mountains. I'm going to get you. I'm going to kill you for what you have done. And uh, this is why I keep warning people, your only escape is Jesus Christ. And there's a reason why. It's not a religious reason. I mean, they've... Book of Revelation tells us that Christianity was made into a religion monster. You can go right into the book of Revelation and read about it. It's called the Lamb Beast. It, uh, it may be, look like a lamb, but it's satanic to its core. In other words, it's false. It's, they took the true message of the Lord and they made it into a fake yeah, of course, Satan doesn't want to lose any people that he has under his sway uh, to be uh, taken out 
from his dominion, his control. And uh, the Lord told us, uh, if you read your Bible carefully, the universe is the matrix. The matrix is under a lockdown. The lockdown was caused by the fall. It's real. Uh, This knowledge of good and evil, you cannot have two opposing, and this is what they are, very powerful forces within the same brain. This is where all the issues of mankind come from. This is why we war, we fight, we rape, we kill, we're corrupt, we're evil. Jesus called us evil. He said, you know how to give good gifts to your children. But he also said, you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. Now, why would he make a comment like that? Well, because we're a fallen race. You're born into this matrix, this fallen matrix on earth. Jesus Christ comes into the matrix to rescue those who will do what he says. And uh, (laughs) it's all tied back to frequency. It really is because you're in the matrix when you're born. If you don't settle this issue that God has with you personally, then when you die, you go to a lower frequency realm. Now, if you get into the charts of uh, people who they they log down and it related to color as well as frequency the higher the frequency you get into more peace joy love etc the lower frequencies are where you get into the anger and all of this bad bad emotional stuff That's for when you're alive here on earth. That's how it affects your brain. When a person dies, if they have not settled this issue between them and God, they go to a lower frequency realm, which has got to be much, much worse than even the lower frequencies here when we are alive, which is what the Bible simply calls hell. And it's a low, low frequency realm. In other words, you don't escape. It goes into total hopelessness. I had a friend of mine who who uh, was taken down there. I don't know if you could call it a vision or whether it was real. He said it was real in his mind anyway at the time. And he said it is a horrible, horrible place. I had a small vision of hell. And uh, nobody wants to go there, believe me. This is a horrible, horrible place. And it's a low-frequency place. And uh, you're locked into that forever. This is why Jesus was so emphatic. Please, please come to me. I'll save you from this place. And uh, it's really all about frequencies. That's all it's about. And uh, that's why I wrote the two books on frequency. It's simple. It is so simple, it's, I don't know, confounding, I guess, because we tend to uh, make things very, very complicated. But they aren't. They're really very, very simple. And that's the issue that the Lord gave it. When he came in here, it's very simple. He came in here 
to rescue us out of this matrix that was locked down because of the knowledge of good and evil. It's all in there together. It's all about frequency. When mankind was created to live here before the fall, he existed at a very high level frequency of peace and love and joy beyond anything you can describe. And I know that because when I was uh, born from above, uh, I had an amazing experience of what the Bible calls the earnest, the earnest contract, where the evil part of your brain is removed temporarily so that you get a taste of what is coming. And uh, joy unspeakable. I mean, joy unspeakable. Now, Satan has a, a different mocking of that, but I, I don't, we don't have time to get into that. But getting back to this, this is kind of interesting because Dr. Paul LaViolette and others have warned us about increasing radiation fields. And you may remember I brought up Cliff High and his bots and how all of this will bring about an ascension. In other words, they're toying, Satan is tweaking the frequency realms. And uh, uh, it's, a, it's really de demonic possession. It's, it's the new age. And it's interesting because it's called the Luciferian initiation, which may well be tied directly to the snake bite patch of Bill Gates and the others that are working on the Luciferese mark. Isn't it interesting? It's a Luciferian initiation, and now we have a mark of the beast with Luciferese in it, and the resultant ascension, as many people have reported, a sense of euphoria after getting the jab. Now, I don't know what that's from, but it could easily be because they're so worried and so panic-stricken that they're going to get this COVID stuff that once they get the jab, they feel that they're now safe, and they believe they are when they're not, of course, because the so-called jab doesn't have a thing to do with uh, Charlie Victor Alpha 9. That's not what it's about. They've even admitted that's not what it's about. It doesn't do you any good as far as that goes. Amazing stuff. Uh, anyway, what else you got, Larry? Well, while you're mentioning that, let me bring up something else, because, you know, a lot of times the movies, you know, kind of yes. clue me on things. And and oddly enough, uh, I get a, a newsletter from Brooks Agnew, and he recently, and I think I sent it to you, uh, he with America Free Radio, and, uh, mm -hmm. of course, you can find him at brooksagnew.com, but uh, he wrote a new post on May the 19th, the last Mimsy the movie was prophetic, and I thought, wow, that's interesting, because I, I watched that movie years ago when I had nothing to do, and it was raining, and I couldn't go anywhere, because it's kind of a kid's movie. It's based mm -hmm. on children, but it's also got adults in it. But this is what's interesting. Let me, let me just give you a, a run-up real quick of what it's about. It says a toy rabbit sent back from the future to the past to obtain DNA from the past, not available in a future time. Human race is almost extinct. 
And basically, it's about Mimsy, M-I-M-Z-Y, a DNA capture device, time travel uh, scenario. (laughs) And so basically, what's interesting about this, Stuart, is in the movie, you finally learned that uh, they came up with a vaccine for some something in the movie and gave everybody the vaccine, except the vaccine changed everybody, all human DNA. Everybody that took it, their DNA changed. So in a short time, there was no more human, normal DNA in existence. And so because, you know, humanity was going extinct, they send this, this uh, DNA capture device uh, which appears to be a rabbit, a, a toy rabbit, back into the past for a little girl to pick up and them to try to capture DNA. What do you think? Well, that's uh, what I would call extremely prophetic. And, you know, they've been talking about this for a long, long time. This, this Charlie Victor Alpha 9 is not the issue. The jab is the issue. And the jab was designed, I believe, the, this first phase of it is a kill jab. It's a kill shot. It's designed to slowly, over time, kill people. Now, what they're going to do, and I'm seeing part of this coming out now in articles, is that when they give you this, uh, and down the road, maybe a month or two months, more people start to pass away. And what they're going to do is claim this is a new variant that's killing them, when in fact it's the original jab that is killing them. And this will continue. And so what they'll do then is they will say, and they're already saying it, well, you know, we got these mutants, we've got these variations, and we're just going to have to develop Uh, different vaccines to keep people safe. Each one probably designed more and more as a kill shot because don't ever forget the Georgia Guidestones and don't ever forget the rich men of the earth and their eugenics program. They've been writing about it for years. They want to kill off the human race. It's very simple. That's their desire. Well, how are you going to do it and not get caught? Well, you introduce a virus, germ warfare. But it just came out of nowhere. Uh, I was listening to, um, I think it was Fox News a little bit ago, how they're arguing, well, you know, maybe, possibly it came out of Wuhan, but we really just think it just developed which is a pack of lies, and all these people know how to do. The World Health Organization, the CDC, all of these people are satanically controlled liars. They have one goal, depopulation. They want to kill you all. Everybody listening to my voice, I don't care if you're deep state, they want to kill you too. Uh, this is the goal, depopulation. There was a there was a movie, and it was, I think it's called Wonder Woman. I can't remember whether there's one or two or three of those. But anyway, in one of these Wonder Woman movies, she meets Satan. And Satan wants to, in the movie now, he wants to bring the earth back to the Garden of Eden. He says, look at what mankind has done to the planet. Well, who can argue with that? <laughs> I mean, it's true. 
We've destroyed it. Unfortunately, he's the one who did, did destroy it through humanity. But, of course, this is a propaganda film. But the whole object was, let's take the earth back to the Garden of Eden, and that means total depopulation. And the ones that are left, we must totally control. So my take on this is these first introduction of this stuff are kill shots, like Major Ed Dames's kill shot from the sun. Same system in operation. They want to kill people. Those who survive, guess what? They get the uh, snake bite patch from uh, Bill Gates and his people, and that is total control of people. Now I was watching a, uh, a little short video from a guy, and I can't tell you it's real or fake or whatever because you never know, but he had the astro, whatever they call it, jab. And now he says wherever he goes near his cell phone, it connects directly to the uh, jab company. And if he goes near a TV set, it'll turn it on, and it shows the same message to the company, which would indicate if this is real. I have no idea if it's real or not. But if it is real, he's been, he is now a transmitter, and they are tracking him through this so-called jab. And now other people are saying they become magnetic, or at least where the, where the uh, jab was placed on their arm, a magnet is attracted to it. I believe those. Because I read an article, scientific article, some time ago about the magnetic uh, attraction these things have towards the penile gland. There's a reason for all that, which we can't get into because we don't have time. But uh, any other comment on that, Larry? This is, I think it's really getting serious now. And, and the yeah. people are too trusting. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing even stud finders will react to these uh, injection sites. And the terrible thing is, is we're getting more and more warnings from do different doctors around the world that are saying it's irreversible. This is permanent. Once you have this injected in your body, it's over. That You can never take it out. You can't extricate it from your body. That's it. And, and what's sad is, is, and matter of fact, Stuart, I'll, I'll mention something right here. I know I don't want to take much time, but this is interesting because it ties in with the people like Bill Gates and others that, that you just mentioned. And uh, there's another movie. I, I didn't really want to go watch it, but I, had to, I felt I had to get it and look at it. And it came out of England. The name of it is Britannia. And basically what it is, it's, it's based on a historical situation where Rome actually invaded the Druids and the Celts of England, you know, in ancient mm -hmm. times, and, and the horrific, you know, scenarios that occurred at that time. But as I'm watching the movie, and, I, and it's, a, it's hard on the eyes, it's hard on the stomach. As a matter of fact, it's like swallowing a bitter pill as you watch this movie because it has so much witchcraft and horror in it, it actually goes beyond Game of Thrones as far as, uh, you know, violence and and uh, the witchcraft and the uh, spells and and incantations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but, however, 
what I begin to see as I watch this movie is even though this is depicted with the druids and and the Celts and witchcraft and, and even the Romans that came, came with a spirit, if you will, and mm-hmm. it dovetailed, it really literally dovetailed into not those people particularly, but the, the spirits and the demons that were activated and were behind maneuvering these people into where they were literally wiping out both sides, both, you know, both all the groups, all the tribes were being decimated. It's like everything went insane during this invasion, and and the demons from hell came up, if you will. So, but let me, you know, I just wanted to mention this, and I'm not telling. By the way, uh, the movie Britannia it says no one wants to be civilized. Well, you got that right, but. Oddly enough, they're probably at that time in a low frequency, Stuart. And uh, I'm, I'm not, I am not, and I want to repeat that, I am not telling people to go get this movie and watch it. it it's out of England, actually. But, but what it showed me and what it's depicted to me, if you take like Bill Gates, and I'd like your opinion on this, if you take like Bill Gates and these Chinese people and you take Schumer and Pelosi, and Obama, and Biden, and all of these individuals that's involved in everything hell on this earth at the moment in America and around the world, and they did create it, by the way. This hell they created. Uh, I, I want to say that if you look at, like Pelosi, take her, for example, and you look at her on TV talking and it, babbling and talking, and you, you, your eyes show you just a fleshly woman. Now, maybe, maybe a confused woman, maybe a bad woman, maybe a real bad woman, or maybe an evil woman, but still a woman. That's not the issue, Stuart. There are demonic beings, entities that are involved behind this scene, behind every one of these individuals, whether it's Bill Gates, whether it's Pelosi, whether it's Obama or Biden. They are just vessels for these creatures to bring this hell. Oh, I believe that 100%. I think you can virtually prove it from the scriptures that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers in the high places. This is a spiritual war where you're really watching folks and it's manifesting itself in the physical. And whenever I hear somebody like Obama speak, I just think, well, there's Satan telling us something. Or Fossey, that's Satan speaking through him. Or all of them. Uh, It's Satan speaking through them. So we're hearing their voices but it's the spirit behind those voices that's actually running everything. This battle is a ba- it's a turf war. It's a spiritual war, but it's a physical war at the same time uh, between Christ and Satan, who is going to run planet Earth. Satan's leasehold is about up. Satan knows it. The Bible tells you that. He knoweth. He has but a short time. So... Enable, to enable, how do I word this, for Satan to steal or to take with him as many of the human race as he can, he comes down here now to agitate, to get them to fight each other, kill each other off. And he's using the knowledge of good and evil to do it. He's just using the evil side of the knowledge. Uh, 
and it agitates people. Uh, the Book of Enoch talks about how these demonic forces will contend, bruise, and all but destroy humanity at the time of the end. This, this is demon. Uh, this demonology is what we're watching. It's spiritual warfare, but it's manifesting in the flesh. This Charlie Victor Alpha 9 and the resulting jab is all satanic to its very, very core. It has to be. It, it's, uh, it's a delusion. It's a deception. And uh, Jesus warned about it, that the last days was going to be nothing but lies and deceptions. And lo and behold, uh, there's so many diversions that Satan develops within a person's mind to keep them from actually getting into the scriptures. Jesus told you to ask, seek, knock, strive, labor, and continue in his doctrine. Well, that requires focus. If you're going to focus on something, you're excluding other things. So what does Satan do? Whatever he can to divert people's attention. So we have wars, we have rumors of wars, we have this happen, we have that happen, we have the politics, we have, we have scientific discovery, we have all this, every bit of this, folks, the UFOs, the arrival, all of this is in the matrix, and it's designed to keep your focus in the matrix, so you don't escape the matrix. That's the whole thing. Satan does not want to give up one single person to Jesus Christ. And he will do whatever he can to make sure that does not happen. And apostasy within the Christian church, if you want to call it that at the beginning, I think it was, I guess you could call it that, probably began to be corrupted the minute Jesus left this planet in the ascension, in Acts. That's when the corruption began to take place. And it's just been, uh, remember when he said a little leaven leavens the whole loaf? Well, the whole loaf now has been leavened. Very few are going to escape this deception of and diversions that Satan has. A lot of people don't have much respect for Satan. The angels of God had huge respect for Satan. They would say, let the Lord rebuke thee. They didn't rebuke him. They said, let the Lord rebuke thee for what you're doing. This is all real. Yes, it's spiritual, but it's real. And we are watching the manifestations in the flesh, just like Larry was talking about. When you're talking with Pelosi and all these people, they are demonically controlled. They don't know it because... Well, I just was reading an article today where it said 43% of our young people, the millennials, do not even believe and don't care if God exists or not. Well, what do you think is going to happen to the United States when our American children have that attitude? And I'm sure it's much higher than 43%. I'd have to say now it's probably as high as 70%. And this is why America's going the way it's going. Uh, we butcher babies, but we think it's wonderful. Oh, we can use the body parts for here and for there. They're good for scientific research. After all, it's just a thing of flesh. It's just a lump of flesh. 
That's not what God says. God says you're guilty of first-degree murder. But people don't believe the Bible anymore. They don't believe the severity or the goodness of God. And every day you wake up and your heart is beating and you're breathing, you better give thanks to the Lord for it. And uh, it, it's just incredible, the absolute apostasy we're watching and the absolute rejection of Jesus Christ, God the Father. Psalm 2. Psalm 2 tells you what all of this is about. Charlie Victor Alpha 9, the jab and all of this. Guess what it's about? The removal of God. Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost from planet Earth. That's the goal. They're all in it together, according to the Bible. Nobody's exempt. And uh, it's just too bad to watch. It really is. Um, Anyway, what else you got, Larry, you want to talk about? Well, I was going to mention uh, right there where you're talking, if you go back to movies, I remember the very first movie the matrix that was the name of the first movie the matrix best one and and oddly enough there's a a spiritual truth to this remember how painful it was to wake up and be extricated from the matrix it hurt it was pain involved suffering but however you you if you could stay comfortable being a battery and being drained every day by a system you wasn't even aware of (laughs) If he was comfortable in that, no pain. Yes. Yep. Take the blue pill or take the red pill, one or the other. But you're <laughs> going to take one or the other. And I'll show you how deep the the rabbit hole goes. Uh, that movie had a lot of truth in it. It had a lot of lies in it, too, from a spiritual perspective. But it definitely did show we are in a wired-up matrix. And that fall back in Genesis made a veil over the human mind. And that veil keeps you from understanding the prison house you're in, the blindness you are in, the uh, spiritual death you are in. And basically, uh, you have to become, uh, how do I say, unwired. And that's what Jesus Christ meant when he said, ask, seek, knock, strive, and labor. He's telling you to get yourself unwired from the matrix. It's very, very simple. In fact, it's so simple, it's profound. And yet we make it very, very complicated. I wanted to get into – yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, just before you go anywhere else, and I know it's probably time to do that, I wanted to share something else with you because you brought up, basically talked about a – a lost generation, if you will, of children and, and youth, and yeah. and how that so many today don't even don't even care whether there's a God. It don't even matter whether there's a Creator. Well, listen to this though. This is interesting. And going back into our warfare and spiritual warfare and and demonization that's been going on, uh, Sam Sarbo, who I'm sure you know, is uh, Kevin Sarbo, yep. the actor. Uh, that's his wife, Sam. Anyway, she had an extremely good point. I've got a video I'll share with people when I can get time to do it. Uh, But anyway, Sam Sarbo on Flashpoint said this. Now, this is a really telling, interesting information because we have wondered what is the big deal 
And, of course, you didn't bring up with the Charlie Victor stuff. You forgot to mention the mask, how that literally, it takes away your identity. It's, yeah. it's a sign of submission, blah, 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 blah. But listen to what Sam said, Sam Sarbo. She said, the left and the government is warring against the word. She said, it's a war of words. She says, in the beginning was the word. Now the war is against that very word. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what it is, Psalm 2. She's just rewording Psalm 2, but that's exactly what it is. Uh, they're warring against God, the Father, God, Jesus, the, the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and the Holy Spirit. They've got to get rid of this concept. They don't want anything to do with it. And uh, this is, again, it's a spirit war between Christ and Satan as to who's going to run planet Earth. Well, we know what the end result is. Jesus Christ is going to win it, and there's no way he cannot win it. When you're the creator of it all, and that means Satan himself is a creation, he cannot win. And this is the other part of insanity that I don't quite understand that you would think you could win against your creator because your creator can destroy you if he chooses to. He can lock you up if he chooses to. Or he can bless you if he chooses to. He can take any weapon that they form against him and absolutely destroy it in the twinkling of an eye. Uh, it reminds me of the, uh, uh, the day the earth stood still. Uh, the original one, and even uh, the second one, where uh, Gort, the, the big robot, was able to destroy all their weapons and tanks and everything in a split second, just melt them. There's nothing there. Uh, there's a lot of truth in that, and I just, for the life of me, cannot understand the insanity that's, uh, that these rich men now have, that they actually think they are going to take the earth. They are not. They may be given it for a very short time, but then the Lord is going to crush them like so many uh, bugs. But that's not the bad part, because when they perish, that's when they find out that they live forever. It's not a question of whether you live forever or not. The question is where you spend it. Uh, and they're going to spend it in a very, very bad place. And and you don't get out of it once you're there any more than if you've taken a shot. This jab, uh, you have forever changed. Now, I've often wondered, Larry, I'd like your comment on this. We have the church age, which is a spiritual age. It's a soul-spirit walk. But the church age ends. It's an age of grace, uh, whatever you want to call it, however you want to word it. And it's spiritual in its nature. When that closes, now we go back to essentially law-keeping. And what's interesting about that is uh, if you're going to go back to law-keeping, uh, then you have a whole different scenario. Do you suppose that those people who are now taking this uh, jab, if you want to call it that, uh, are changing their DNA so they cannot be brought into the kingdom via kinsman redeemer law, which is really what the church age is all about. 
people, if you don't know what Kinsman Redeemer Law is, better go look it up. Uh, it's very, very interesting, and it is the method that Jesus uses to bring people in through the church, through the church age, the age of grace. Now, what if people who take the vaccine have changed their DNA and they cannot come in that way? Is it possible through his mercy and his compassion that he's going to bring them in outside of the church age in, I guess, what one could call the tribulation age, the tribulation saints? I'm just wondering about that because they can't come in through the church age because they've altered their DNA and they're, they're no longer kinsmen under kinsman redeemer law. However, that law wouldn't count after the church age is closed. Are the, is it possible they can be redeemed by simply putting their heads in a guillotine? Because the Bible says that, that God counts their death in the guillotine the same as the church age's rebirth, regeneration. What do you think? Is that possible? Or is that hopeful thinking? <laughs> no. I, uh, knowing how it seems like uh, the Creator, through His Word, over and over and over, has done the very most strange things. And, and remember, uh, God's Word literally says that God delights in doing the impossible. He literally enjoys doing what you say cannot happen or cannot be done. With that said, it's really, really simple, though. If, if suddenly your DNA changes, Jesus is no longer your kin. If people don't know yep. what kinsman or redeemer is, I'll just, I'll, I'll just tie it up with, well, Jesus is no longer your kin. How's that? You know? Yep. And, and, and so he can't really deal with you particularly the, the, uh, the way that it's set up under the age of grace or under the church. And it is odd, Stuart, that we are literally, we've got to be, when this all has come down, and it's come down now in 2020, 2021, uh, it is odd that we know, we literally know, that basically the church age is, you know, and, and I like to say there's an overlap, but let's say, I, you know, the church age, I don't believe it's over one day, and law starts the next morning at 8 o'clock, I think there's mm -hmm. a little bit of overlap of confusion between the ages there. And the, people used to use the word dispensation. I don't understand yes. why people don't like that, because all that is, is is a certain way God deals with humanity during that period of time. It's real simple. It's not hard. Yep. Yep. But they argue about that. So I'll just say that we. I really believe that we're right at the very end of the church age, and that we've already probably begun uh, the next stage, but it's confusing because remember how from when, when Jesus, you know, when Jesus was here, you know, in the beginning, you know, he actually stood in the temple and read the scrolls, and he was literally in both ages at the same time in that little point of confusion. He was doing the law, and yep. at the same time, he was really the kin that had just showed up. Yes, and I, I, that's probably very true. And in fact, there's a, an article out. You may have seen it. Maybe you sent it to me. I guess so many of them. But it was uh, about how the first seal may be already have broken. And what they're going into is uh, the rider on the white horse who has a bow. If you look up the word bow, 
it uh, has some very, very uh, special meanings, and it can be applied to a mask, but it can also be applied to a, uh, a needle and poison. So, and when you couple that with uh, Revelation 18:23, the pharmaceuticals, the rich men of the earth, the lords of the earth, and how they have total power over humanity and how they abuse that power and how the pharmaceutical, the medical industry becomes totally, totally corrupt and uh, actually becomes in the, in the hands of uh, Antichrist to destroy. Uh, it, and that's happened. It's totally corrupt at this point. When you have nurses and when you have doctors who don't even read what they're putting into people's bodies and just tell them to do it and shut their mouth. You've got a problem with these doctors and these nurses and these military personnel that are doing it. They're taking advantage of the stupidity of the people. And I would say naivety may be less than stupidity. Naivety. They're, they're naive. They don't understand that uh, the state is corrupt. Satanic wants them dead. They can't. They can't figure that out. Oh, the government. Well, they only want what's best for us. Uh, no, no, they don't. Whenever a government agent says something, reverse it. You're probably coming much closer to the truth. Unfortunately, I wanted to get back though into uh, Project Bluebeam and uh, the arrival and how some of this is going to work. And then I want to get into Project Red Star. A little bit. Now, I did post on Lightgate Blogger some pictures. I only took one building that is obviously artificial, and it's on lightgateblogger.com. And at the bottom of it, if you play the movie, the documentary I made on Project Red Star. And uh, Larry's very familiar with Red Star. But here, I want to read a little bit more about Bluebeam. The first step in the NASA Blue Beam project concerns the breakdown, re-evaluation of all archaeological knowledge. It deals with the setup with artificially created earthquakes at certain precise locations on the planet of supposedly new discoveries, which will finally explain to all people the error of all fundamental religious doctrines. You get the clue? Remember what Noah said about the arrival? How first man, first woman? Uh, what church say about first man, first woman? That all be a lie? That's not true? Well, that's what he's talking about right here. This is how they're going to merge all the religions, because you're just misinterpreting it. The Christians are misinterpreting who Jesus is. They're misinterpreting if, uh, all of what it says. And now they're beginning to dig up some of these uh, findings. And it's very, very interesting. Anyway, new discoveries will finally explain to all people the error of all fundamental religious doctrine. The falsification of this information will be used to make all nations believe that their religious doctrines have been misunderstood for centuries and misinterpreted. And that's what the arrival is all about, folks. That's their, well, that's their story, too. The fallen angels arrive, and they say, oh, well, you know, you guys, you, you're so naive. You don't understand uh, all these religions 
were pointing to the same thing. Didn't matter what they were, they're all pointing down to the the one God. And uh, Project Bluebeam deals exactly with that. Anyway, he says here, psychological preparations for that first step have already been implemented with the film 2001, A Space Odyssey, the Star Trek series, Independence Day, all of which deal with invasions from space, all coming together of all nations to repel the invaders. The last film, Jurassic Park, deals with the theories of evolution and claim God's words are lies. So anyway, I want to scroll down here a little bit. The second step. In the NSA or NASA Blue Beam Project involves a gigantic space show with three-dimensional optical holograms and sounds, laser projections of multiple holographic images to different parts of the world, each receiving a different image according to the predominating regional national religious faith. The new God's voice will be speaking in their languages. In order to understand that, we must study various secret services research done in the last 25 years. The Soviets have perfected an advanced computer, ever exported them, and fed them with the minute physio-psychological particulars based on their studies of the anatomy and the electromagnetic composition of the human body and the studies of the electrical, chemical, and biological properties of the human brain. These computers were fed as well with all the languages of human cultures and their meanings. The dialects of all cultures have been fed into the computers from satellite transmissions. The Soviets began to feed the computers with objective programs like the one of the new Messiah. It all seems that the Soviets, the New World Order people, have resorted to suicidal methods within the human society by allocating electronic wavelengths for every person and every society and culture to induce suicidal thoughts if the person does not comply with the dictates of the New World Order. In other words, they're going to do this. Now, I think this is where 5G, 6G, uh, and uh, what they're doing with nanobot technology all comes into this thing. The first is a space show. Where does the space show come from? The space show, the holographic images, will be used in simulation of ending during, uh, of, uh, ending during where all nations be shown scenes that will be the fulfillment of that which they desire to verify the prophecies and adversary events. These will be projected from satellites into the sodium layer about 60 miles above the Earth. We see tests every once in a while, but they are called UFOs and flying saucer sightings. I want to interject here, and I'm sure Larry might want to make a few comments. This is very, very interesting in view of sometimes people seeing floating cities. We're seeing uh, an airplane flying, uh, an airliner flying along. I've, I've seen videos of this, and I don't think they're hoaxed. Uh, they were, this airliner, it looked like it was coming in for a landing. 
and all of a sudden it stopped in midair, and then it reversed, went backwards. Now, the only way you can do that is holographic, if you can photograph it or videotape it. And uh, they're seeing all kinds of weird UFO structures in the heavens. I think a lot of this is holographic experimentation. They're getting ready for this fake arrival. Don't forget that one of Von Braun told his uh, spokesperson, uh, Carol Rosen, the last card, he kept telling Carol, the last card, Carol, is a fake arrival. It is the alien card. They're going to fake the alien card. And he was talking about the military industrial complex, the same thing that President Eisenhower warned us about in his farewell speech after being president. And you can look it up. He warned you about this industrial uh, military complex. And all of these secret dark projects are military. They're all military, every one of them. DARPA, uh, the, hyper, the hydrogel, the snake patch, uh, the jab, uh, nanobots, nanobot technology, the medical part of it. It's all military, very, very dangerous. And we're watching the final end result of what they plan to do. These, these people are idiots. They're total insane, totally insane. They really think they're going to take this world and make it into their euphoric, uh, I don't know what you'd want to call it, utopia. Uh, they're going to get a utopia all right. It's going to be a reverse utopia. But they're godless. They're like these kids now. They don't believe in God. God doesn't even exist. Well, the only reason they do that is because if they would do what Jesus Christ told them to do, they would meet him face-to-face, one-on-one, and he will show them what the real issue between God and humanity really is, and they won't do it. And so they cannot comprehend that Jesus Christ exists, God the Father exists, or the Holy Spirit exists. They can't comprehend it. Even though their own science has proved everything Jesus Christ told us when he came down here into the matrix. Everything they have found, everything they have discovered, it's in the Bible 2,500 years ago. In the beginning was the word. Well, now they found out just recently, everything is vibration. Everything is frequency. Well, what do people think the word is? Word is frequency. Word is vibration. That's how your ears work. They pick up the vibrations. It's amazing how idiotic our so-called leaders in military, politics, and everything else are. They have abandoned the one source of truth, and now they've turned upon it, and they're trotting it underfoot, and they're going to pay a horrific price. They don't have any idea what hell is because they don't believe in it. In fact, good Sarah Christians don't even believe in hell. They don't even believe in Satan. Uh, I saw a survey about that where they didn't believe in Satan. Well, why are they worshiping Jesus Christ if Satan isn't real? What do they think Jesus came into this place for? He came in to rescue us from Satan's grip. <laughs> it's incredible, Larry. I don't know what to say about it.
And here we are coming up on Project Bluebeam. We're going to see it. It's going to happen. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's re- really interesting. And and poor old Serge Manast, who was the Canadian that that really was the whistleblower on this whole project. And by the way, for people that don't understand it, what you were talking about basically is a military venture, an umbrella, a military umbrella enveloping corporations. Yes, exactly. Total fascism, a marriage between government and businesses. And it's very, very interesting. You go into Revelation 18.23, and it talks about the rich men of the earth. Psalm 2, rich men of the earth, the rulers and the kings and the rulers, uh, the authorities, basically. They're all rich men, and they run the businesses. So we have the pharmaceuticals that roll out all this fake stuff uh, to get people to line up and roll up their sleeve, take the jab, take the jab. Uh, But it's also the merchants of Babylon that run all these huge corporations. And now these huge corporations are saying, if you don't take the jab, you can't work here. If you don't take the jab, you can't go to the grocery store. If you don't take the jab, you're going to have to stay home. If you don't take the jab, you're deplorable. You're a horrible individual because you don't love your neighbor and you don't love the nation you live in because they have ordered you to take in this take this jab even people like Graham Franklin Graham roll up your sleeve take the jab as i said before isn't it interesting that you can't go to church can't go to church to worship the lord but they'll open up the church for you to take the jab there's something really hideously evil going on with these church leaders. They are the liars that Peter spoke to you about. They are the wolves in sheep's clothing that Jesus Christ warned you about. They're not Christians. They're Christian in name only. They're perpetrators of hate. And I can say that because, after all, what are they asking you to do now? There's very few of them that are not telling you to take this jab and this pressure this peer pressure is going to increase and increase and increase and they're going to turn those who have been um, vaccinated against those who refuse to and it's going to be hell on earth it's coming very very rapidly Uh, Fossey just made a comment today about it he says well how are we going to find out whether a person has uh, actually taken the jab or not? Well, the answer is you can't. Well, they got to show a, 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 a piece of paper that shows they've taken it. Well, I can manufacture one of those on my computer. I can lose it. I can lose my ID card. I can lose my credit cards. I can lose my purse, my wallet. I can, you know, and so what's the solution to it? There's only one, folks. What do you think Bill Gates' snake pact is for? It gives you a literal mark that they can scan you with. You don't have it. You can't deal in anything buying or selling, which cuts you off 
from all society. Now, I know a lot of people are saying they think this vaccine is the mark. Well, it certainly is a prelude to it. If it's not, and I don't think it is, but that's just my opinion, but it leads to it. If people will take the mask and wear it, if they will social distance, and if they will obey whatever they're told, and Fossey keeps changing his uh, story time after time, the guy's a total snake liar. That's all he is. He's a satanic liar, in my opinion. And I got a right to it. And, and it's just amazing how people just still listen to him. He says one thing, the next day he says something else. But he's still the uh, guardian of all health. And he's taking his marching orders from the World Health Organization, which is communist to its core. And communism hates you because you're not a communist. It's all very, very simple. So we've got to get rid of those people that are not communists. The third-ranking Democrat, can't think of his name right now, said that people like you and I and whatnot that are listening probably are uh, a cancer to society. Well, what do you do with the cancer? You cut it out. You cut it out. You kill it. I wish people would wake up. Anyway, get back to Bluebeam. The projections of Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, etc., will merge into one after the correct explanations of the mysteries and the revelations will have been disclosed. This one God will in fact be the Antichrist who will explain the various scriptures have been misunderstood, misinterpreted, and that the religions of old are responsible for turning brother against brother, nation against nation, and therefore old religions must be abolished to make way for the new age, new world religion, representing the one true God, Antichrist, that they will see before them. <laughs> hey, if you people will be fooled by Charlie Victor Alpha 9 and the jab, what chance do you have when this goes down and when the UFOs are landing and these so-called beings of light emerge? Don't stand a chance. There's only one way you will get out of this, and that is if God has got you in his sights and he's going to save you from it. Remember what it says in Thessalonians about the strong delusion. The word strong means effectual, which means it will do exactly that which God wanted it to do to damn all those who refused his son. Deadly, deadly, deadly stuff. What do you think, Larry? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and by the way, one of those uh, uh, corporations that, that I guess made your event a non-event uh, <laughs> was, that, was something that we weren't aware of called Project Red Sun, and that was so deep black that people lost their mind when you would mention Project Red Star. Yeah, I, I want to switch over that. And by the way, folks, I have uh, some of the pictures up on lightgateblogger.com if you want to go there and look. And um, 
I don't know if you're familiar with John Lear, but he was the son of, uh, I can't remember his first name, but Mr. Lear of Learjet fame and fortune. And John was his boy, and John uh, had a lot of deep inside contacts. And, uh, for example, he he told me personally the story about Magic 12, this top-secret UFO group that were investigating the UFO enigma. And uh, he asked his mother, who knew one of the leading guys on Magic 12, General Billy Mitchell, I think, was the one, if I got it right. And it was very, very interesting. He kept bugging his mother, who was a good friend of uh, General Mitchell, ask him if if this uh, Magic 12 group is true. Is it true? And she finally relented and asked him, Mitchell. And all Mitchell said to her was, yes, it's true. Don't ask me anymore. And uh, (laughs) then uh, I contacted John myself on this Project Red Star stuff. And uh, he got all the uh, documentary and everything that I had done on it. The research we had done, I didn't find it. I never claimed I found it. Somebody found it. I don't know who it was. I had three or four people call and say they were the ones who originally found it, uh, this Tythonia City. I dubbed it Tythonia City simply because it lies in the Tythonia Rift, which is uh, probably seven or eight miles below the general surface. Mars has these huge rifts down by the equator, these rifts are extremely deep, and uh, they were probably created when a planet flew by Mars, and we had huge plasma uh, carving these rifts. And I believe personally that the uh, uh, big rift we have out here in, in North America was likewise probably carved by a flyby. Ancient documents claim that Mars came very, very close to Earth. Well, we now know that when a planetary body, because they are all body electric, we, we live in an electric universe, uh, it was, it's fascinating how they will send out these huge plasma discharges. They're not like lightning in the sense that a lightning bolt is instantaneous and then it's gone. These things remain for hours if necessary, whatever length, and then the connection is broken. But these huge plasma vaults carve huge indentations into the planetary surfaces as they pass by each other. Very, very fascinating. There was a a guy that studied all this, and he produced almost an identical to the... uh, uh, situation on Mars where all those rifts are. But anyway, that's where Tythonia City is. Now, if you go over to the um, Lightgate blogger and scroll down, you'll see all the pictures I've put up. And uh, the first one I put up is where the general location is, and you can clearly see there's something there. And then uh, uh, this is only one of many oddities that are found on Mars. It is a cluster of artificial structures, dubbed Tythonia City because it lays deep at the bottom of a huge rift in the Tythonia Chasma. 
I want to focus only on the one structure tonight. This shows this area is filled with both ancient and modern structures. We are on Mars, folks. The next picture shows, uh, you see a little light oval, and it shows a building that's carved right into uh, a rolling area of land. And then this building sits at 90 degree angles to the flow of the land. Next to it lies what appears to be a religious shrine. And then the next feature is a huge statue, much like which the Taliban blew up. Uh, they had a huge uh, statue. I can't remember. It was a Buddha, I think, statue that they had carved into rock. Well, this is identical, and it's almost identical in size. So then the next structure, or picture down below shows you that and how the ink drawings bring it all out. And uh, there's no question that this building is clearly artificial and was carved into the landscape, or the landscape was, first of all, dynamited and removed, and then they built the building there. Absolutely no question about it. I mean, it's so obvious. And I think one of the reasons Larry... Uh, uh, said that this was uh, when I called Larry about it. He said that's not going to be it's, it's going to be a non-event. And I think one of the reasons it's non-event, it's one thing to talk about these kind of structures. It's quite another to see one so obvious, because it means that our whole concept of what we have been taught all of our lives is a lie. And we've known about this for a long, long time. You can't tell me NASA doesn't know about it because a friend of mine took this uh, uh, stuff that I had uh, shown to NASA, and they told him, where did you get that? You're not supposed to know anything about that. And they were very angry. Uh, maybe that's why I had black helicopters flying over my house. I, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, it really got them irritated. Uh, I don't care if they get irritated. Truth is truth, and Jesus Christ is truth. There is no other truth. No matter what you're reading, no matter what you're watching on TV, you might as well consider it all a lie, a distortion, a perversion of the truth. You have one book that will save your butt, and that's the Bible, if Jesus you do what Jesus told you to do. If you won't, you're going to stay in the matrix. You're going to go under this strong delusion, and you're going to see things you would never believe, and then you're going to die and go to a very bad place. Anyway, the next thing is a description, basically, if you scroll down, and then the dimensions of the building and the drawing of it, and then we had a computer expert convert it over to a computer three-dimensional uh, deal, and uh, then the last picture shows in this complex, and we'll get into these uh, from time to time, because fascinating. We are on Mars, folks. We're on Mars. I don't know who else is on there. I don't know who is running Tythonia City. I don't know where all this came from, but I got a suspicion. It's us. Uh, what do you think, Larry? You were in on a lot of this without even knowing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without even knowing it, the Lord, as you were doing this secretly uh, and behind the scenes, uh, the Lord began to take me on a series of uh, trips in the Spirit to the very location you're talking about, including tunnels under that, 
where I actually yep. met a creature. I met one above ground and one below ground in the tunnels, and the tunnels are lit, and you can't even tell where the light source is. It's like the whole tunnel glows. And by the way, uh, I told you about the saucers, the, the yep. saucer craft that are there, and you've got them parked in your photographs. This is incredible stuff, and I wish people knew more about it. Well, I wish they'd pay more attention to it because we are going to undergo an invasion, and it's going to be from the moon and Mars. There's a movie out called Iron Sky. If you folks haven't seen it, go get it. It's a parody. It's kind of a joke, but it's got a lot of real stuff in it. And uh, anti-gravity devices, we've had them for a long time. We've had them for a long, long time, folks. And the underground tunnels, all of this stuff, it's all real. I wish people would wake up to it because they're missing so, so much of what the Bible talks about everywhere. It's just amazing. And uh, anyway, um, thanks all for listening, and thank you, Larry, for coming in. One final word? Yeah, I'm just telling people you ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) Yet they haven't. And hopefully um, they can escape all this. And uh, I, I wanted to get into a little more of uh, Charlie Victor for 9, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, there's more and more of these scientists coming forward, and what they're telling you is so scary, so frightening, uh, and how evil all of this really is. And uh, people just can't believe that, that our governments and our Business leaders have become so evil in the search for profits, and they're searching for a way out of the matrix as well without Jesus Christ. Anyway, thanks a lot, Larry, for coming on. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Take care of yourselves.